Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to See Also. I'm Brody Lancaster. Pause for Kate. We have a special episode of the podcast to tide you over until we're back in the same room talking to each other on the same continent in the same time zone. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this special long distance kind of bonus episode of See Also. We'll be back soon with a proper one. Bonjour, Jinxie. I um, am reporting live from my apartment. Day five of being in here alone or by myself with uh, the COVID-19 virus. Um, So my voice is perfect for podcasting. Um, I am very jealous of your trip and very glad that you are on it. Um, It makes me want to do a little Euro jaunt of my own. Do you know I've never been to Europe? Is that psycho? Um, 32, never been to Europe. Although emotionally, I'm still 29. The age I was before I ever heard of the COVID-19 pandemic, of which I've now been afflicted. Um, so I've been watching a lot of TV, which we can... <laughs> let's get into it. Um, I just finished Minx last night and I see what you mean. I appreciated that wreck from you. And when I got that positive result, no fewer than two other people in my life recommended it to me. So I finished it last night. Um, I really enjoyed it. Oh my God. That, what is her name? Ophelia Loveybond, Joyce Prigger. There is nothing American about that woman's mouth. 
her teeth are so British. Um, it's mad. Um, love it. Does that make you feel like you're in London? Uh, which you are. Um, just transporting you with my accent work. Um, you are right. There are a lot of dicks. I loved it. My favourite part of the show was Lennon Parham playing her sister, Joyce's sister, as a kind of like housewife who doesn't really understand that there's more out there for her and then she discovers the nice people who work in pornography in the 1970s who teach her to get her titties out and, you know, orgasm. Um, Love her. I don't know if you ever watched Lennon Parham in... um, She and her comedy partner, Jessica St. Clair, have made a couple of shows with the two of them at the centre and neither of them have fully taken off in the way that they deserve. It's actually quite upsetting to me personally. It's been about 10 or 11 years now, but they used to have this show called Best Friends Forever where they played the titular best friends um, and Jessica St. Clair's uh, character, gets a divorce, not by her choice, moves back to New York and moves in with Lennon and her boyfriend, who is played by the guy who played A.D. Bryant's boyfriend in the first couple of seasons of Shrill. And then that show only lasted maybe like eight episodes, I think. It was really, really unfairly cancelled, although I don't know anyone else on earth except for me and my housemate at the time who ever watched it. So, you know, I guess that's probably why it got cancelled. But They came back with a different premise but similar best friendship show called Playing House, which I also adored. Um, And actually, I'm adding it to my list right now, my literal written down list of shows that I keep forgetting to watch. Um, So I might go back and revisit Playing House. I think you would really enjoy it. Um, I'm up to date on Housewives. I'm up to date on Kardashians. As of tomorrow, I'll be up to date on Hacks. The Staircase, that's the end of the list. I finished Better Things season five and I'm very excited for you to dip your toe into Better Things when you um, literally have a second of free time, which I know is hard to come by at the moment. Um, One thing that I really loved about the fifth season is that it, uh, Pamela Adlon is ostensibly the hero of this show, right? But she's really annoying. (laughs) She... Um, she annoyed me, but I still loved her. I finished reading Crudo by Olivia Lang. I also finished reading Cleopatra and Frankenstein. Have, um, many thoughts on both. I, what else? Oh, I watched Ghostbusters again, the, um, women, the, the women's version of Ghostbusters. I was watching that. And scrolling through Melissa McCarthy's IMDb page to confirm my theory that all her best movies since she kind of broke out post Gilmore Girls as a comedy icon, all her best roles have been in Paul Feig joints. All her truly, truly terrible worst roles have been in films that her husband, Ben Falcone, has written and or directed. And look... We love a man supporting his wife and her comic sensibilities, etc. But I think he's sabotaging her career. That's my theory. Anyway, um, 
Let me know what you've been up to. Miss you. Miss sitting across the desk from you with microphones in front of our faces. Bonjour, Bwadi. Ça va? Ha ha ha. It's Kate Jinks here uh, in Cannes. I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. I'm not being racist about the French, I promise you. I just have picked up a little something, not quite as... uh, not quite as traumatic as yours back home. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just got a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a husky voice. I'm just trying out that like husky starlet thing over here, you know, it's just seeing how it goes for me. <laughs> um, it's like day three of the festival. It's Thursday morning over here. Uh, it started on Tuesday night. And um, yeah, I just have picked up like a little something, I think from all the air conditioning of all of the planes etc um it was like a 36 hour journey ultimately to get to uh, a couple of days in paris and then i went to london for three days um it's all been delightful i will not go into details of what i've been up to because it sounds disgusting right like we've all been stuck in our homes for a couple of years and here i am fucking gallivanting across the world um, but look, it has been really, really great. Paris was so delightful. Had one very funny experience where, um, so Zoe, um, came and met me in Paris and, um, I guess we'll always have that. And, um, we were walking along the street one night and wound up at a very Emily in Paris styled perfume launch was quite funny. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really just so so nice to be in another place running into people you don't know and I don't know just being able to go like this place looks fine like not having an agenda uh, when traveling has been quite delightful the last couple of days and then I went to London for three days and um, stayed with my absolutely delightful friends Dan and Tom and their dog Gaz All three I miss dreadfully and have missed dreadfully for the last, you know, a couple of years. I used to see them kind of like twice a year uh, and obviously have been kept apart, cruelly, cruelly ripped apart from them for the last couple of years. So that was a delight to just like go there and hang out, go to the pub and have a drink in the backyard and play with Gary. It was really nice. Um, but yeah, it's time to do my job and I'm here in Cannes. Uh, the festival has been truly hectic. Um, it's beautiful here, but amusingly, it's also a bit Gold Coast, you know, could be the Gold Coast, could be Florida. Um, it also is very Elizabeth Bay for our Sydney listeners. Um, I see what they were doing there down by the marina when they first built those buildings. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been really delightful. Um, I've seen a huge amount of films. Um, I saw one today that was extraordinary, uh, God's Creatures, which is um, the new film by um, Anna Rose Holmer and Celia Davis. Uh, Anna Rose Holmer directed The Fits, and I think Celia wrote The Fits or co-wrote The Fits, and now this is their... Uh, first kind of major film as co-directors and uh, it stars Emily Watson and Paul Meskell and I don't know who it was that put it on I think like Twitter or Instagram a few weeks back about how Paul Meskell looked incredibly like inner North Melbourne (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> now. And I can confirm that he looked, he was like screaming Fitzroy Collingwood <laughs> at the screening this morning. He looked like he was just about to go to the Marquis of Lawn, if you know what I mean. It was quite funny. Um, but yeah, that was really incredible. I haven't seen any celebs yet, except for, you know, the cast and crew outside, like at their official screenings doing Q&As, et cetera. I, actually, I did see Louis Garrel on the street yesterday and had a bit of a swoon. That was nice. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been pretty fun. It's incredibly hectic, um, a lot to keep up with. I've got like another four or five films to see today, so... A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, I'm just trying to stop myself from going into all of the little stores that sell really chic dogs' clothes. There's a lot of, like, poodle tuxedo wear over here, you know. Um, I will get that for Top Chef, but, you know, I'm doing the rounds. Um, Last time I was (laughs) overseas, I was in Berlin earlier this year, and I got on this train specifically to go to this giant costume shop to see if I could get uh, like traditional German clothes for Top Chef, my poodle, like an absolute idiot. And of course they were like, um, excuse me, Lederhosen, it's not very Berlin, uh, it's more Bavarian thing. And so no one stocked any, of course. Um, and then I uh, got a massive fine on the, <laughs> on the U-Bahn straight after. So you know, once bitten, twice shy. I'm a little nervous, but uh, I'm sure that Top Chef will come back with something good. We'll see if I can pick something up for Carol. Um, I loved hearing about all of the shows you have been catching up on. I am, of course, dreadfully behind and will remain dreadfully behind forevermore, essentially, (laughs) Um, until the end of Myth, probably. Really want to hear what you thought of Olivia's book, Crudo. As, As you know, I absolutely adored it. Um, I am reading uh, such a great, great book, um, Sunbathing uh, by Isabel Beach, who is a Melbourne-based writer that is really extraordinary. It came out like a couple of days before I left to come over here and I've just been reading it in stolen moments on planes and trains, essentially. Um, It's... Basically, a book about uh, Isabel was fictionalized, but it's kind of you know based on um, her own experiences of her father's death and processing grief, and uh, it's all set in a small town in Italy where I believe Isabel actually did a writer's residency a couple of years ago. Anyway, it's really extraordinary. I'm not finished with it yet, so I can't give it a full review so I'll have to do that like (laughs) when I actually ever get the chance to finish it but I'll definitely on the way home at least but yeah it's it's kind of a blast to be away like seeing people you've never seen before (laughs) you know it's like a little mind expanding I suppose I just like going to the supermarkets you know like give me a chemist in a supermarket and it's delightful I stared yesterday for like 10 full minutes at a freezer full of escargot at the local supermarket here. I didn't get any, but um, boy, I did have a look. Let me tell you that. Um, 
Okay, I think that's about it. So I hope you are feeling better soon. I hope Carol is taking the best care of you. And uh, chat soon. Bisou. Oh my gosh, there she is. It was so nice to hear your voice. Um, The thought of like you doing four or five more movies today sent a little like worry through my spine um worry through my spine anyway um the only comparable experience I have to that is when I watched like five movies a day total um the last time I went and was like quote-unquote reporting from South by Southwest and by my last movie of the day I was just throwing back chocolate covered espresso beans and coca-cola and fully just waltzed into the premiere of a movie that I was not supposed to be in. Um, It went really well. Send me on any reporting trips, anyone who's listening. Um, Loved that you mentioned the um, going to supermarkets because did you know this, that like French pharmacies are like a thing in the beauty influencer, YouTuber, etc. community. Like um the idea of kind of going to a French pharmacy and buying the equivalent of like stuff from Priceline, but because it's French, it's like the full range of La Roche posay and it's like the full uh ooh, like the exfoliants you can get without or those silly uh, health codes that make French pharmacies, like, unimportable overseas. So you have to, like, go to France to buy um, certain skincare products. Anyway, what else? The films, the films themselves, the reason that you're there. Um, I loved The Fits. That's so exciting that um, there is a new movie coming out from those filmmakers. Oh, I still sound sicky. I feel like I keep thinking I'm getting better and then I listen back to myself and I I'm like (laughs) sucking in air like it's in short supply anyway I am definitely getting better um also lol Paul Mescal yeah there was this um I think I maybe sent it to you I'm not sure it was there was a TikTok going around it was a photo of Paul Mescal on the red carpet of the Met Gala with Phoebe Bridges and um she obviously looks like she's been dressed to go to the Met Gala and he looks like he's going to a BNS ball. He fully got Australianized. He was here filming something recently, right? And like Twitter and TikTok would just be like losing their fucking minds because he was spotted at, I don't know, the Rose Street Artist Market on a Saturday morning or like they were hanging out at the, he and Saoirse Ronan were filming something together in Victoria and they'd be spotted at like the Evelyn or something. So he's fully just like been hanging out on Brunswick street and being like, yeah, this is, this is what I look like now. Yeah. That, that spindly mustache is very, uh, first year AFL player, honestly. Um, which to me is quite appealing. I have just watched the new Beverly Hills and Kardashians tonight and then went and watched Garcelle and Chris, I mean, not Garcelle, Erica Jane and Christine from Selling Sunset were on Watch What Happens Live together and there's a recipe for Andy getting annoyed 
Um, it's quite fun. They did give it. Erica Jane randomly shouted out hacks. She was like, they had her and Christine like judging housewives fashion tastes. And they threw up that photo of Meredith Marks wearing that hideous like fluffy feather suit from the Salt Lake City reunion. And Erica Jane like, you know how she talks like a straight woman who's been to a gay bar a total of one time. She leans in her chair and like rolls around and goes, it's giving hack season two, bitch. It's giving hack season two, which look, I'm not an Erica Jane fan, but it's giving hack season two. She's right. Need to know, Jinxie, what did you end up watching on the plane? Because we talked about it before you left. And I want to know what your plane um, consumption looked like on that very, very long what did you say, like 28 hours of flying that you did to get there? Um, I'm very curious. I've been waiting to find out. So please fill me in. Please fill us all in. I know Izzy and was have been so excited to read Sunbathing. Um, I, as you know, have like an enormous pile of books that I keep saying I'm going to get to and never do. Um, but every time a book like that comes along, it just kind of... Mm, finds its way to the top of the pile. So I'm really excited that you are raving about it so much. Um, that only makes me more keen to finally check it out. Mwah, mwah. Enjoy your films today. Love you. Bye. Oh my God. I knew there was a massive important thing that I forgot to tell you. Chriselle's in Melbourne. Jinxie. She's here. Chriselle and G Flipper in Melbourne. <sighs> what if... I was about to say, what if I run into them? I'm stuck in my apartment for three more days. What if I run into them in the lobby while I'm putting my mask on and grabbing whatever people leave at my doorstep? Um, Chriselle's in Melbourne. She got a Mikey card. She's ready to touch on and touch off. Wow, she's touched us. Hey, BL. Thanks for the update. You were sounding a little bit better, um, I thought, from the last time I spoke to you. And I think I am also sounding a little bit better. Maybe we're both on the mend. It's a miracle. How exciting. Um, what's been going on the last couple of days? Well, first, actually, I am thrilled that you offered up some Housewives news. Obviously, I have not been able to watch any of it. And I'm looking forward to getting straight back into that. I mean, I kept thinking, like, Khan is such a place that a housewives team would come to. And I can't remember any of the housewives ever going on a holiday to like the South of France. Can you, I mean, they've gone to Italy, they've gone to Berlin, but and like a lot of, a lot of Turks and Caicos, but, um, and also two trips to Mexico. That was the same, right? Like real housewives of New York and Real Housewives of Melbourne both went to, like, the same spot, I think. That can't be right. You know when um, Jackie had gone to work on La Mascara, her tequila company, and that's where, like, the fam... Oh, whatever. Anyway, I don't know. And um, what's-her-name fell over and hit her head really badly. Hmm. Why does this take up space in my brain? It should not. It really, really should not. Anyway, I want to see the housewives in Cannes next. Probably not during the film festival because, I mean, 
it's already <laughs> kind of too crazy for for that. But um, they'd probably be downgraded in a way that they wouldn't enjoy it also because, you know, there are, like, actual people with films here. And, like, I'm not talking Lisa Vanderpump's... Um, what was her Yulin <laughs> dog meat documentary? And it premiered at, like, the Palm Springs film festival I want to say the Palm Springs film festival but maybe it was just like a festival in Palm Springs and not the official one anyway hmm I have never seen it um don't expect me to program it anytime soon even though it would be amazing to have her out as a guest correct I am currently sitting here with a full goddamn face of makeup waiting for a car to come and pick me up and take me to the red carpet of a film, which is very funny, um, extremely glam, extremely not my real life or the life of a festival programmer, usually. Oh, hey, I saw the new film by um, Elvis Presley's granddaughter, and I keep thinking, I wonder if Riley can get me into Baz Luhrmann's Elvis Gala on Thursday, because I couldn't get a goddamn ticket. Nobody can. Nobody can get any tickets here. It's all anyone's talking about. I'm just trying to think of, like, what I watched on the plane. I love that we can get back into these the castle um, questions as well now that the borders have opened. Um I started watching The Favourite, which I'd never seen. It had been recommended so many times to the point where I was like, oh, feeling contrary. Like, I don't know that I can watch this now. And I thought it was fine. I'm, I really love The Favourite. And I don't know. I'm only like maybe three quarters of the way through the first season. So I'll probably end up watching it on the way back. But yeah, mostly I was just reading Izzy's book, which is great. And um, I'm kind of looking forward to the trip home so that I can finish it. Because I'm not, uh, I don't really have much time to read over here or do much at all. Apart from movies, movies, movies. Um, I cannot believe that Chriselle is in town when I'm away. That's very rude of the universe. Although, have you ever seen us in the same room together? Hmm? I just want to put that out there. I've got four days left after this and what's that? It's like 25 films to see or something like that. Um, wish me luck. Okay, bye. Kisses to you and Carol. Oh my God. Film influencer Kate Jinx on the red carpet reporting live. Not really live. I do sound better, thank you for noticing, and so do you, and you look amazing. I am officially free today. Uh, technically, I was free yesterday. I did think that I had to wait for the health department to text me to say, you're allowed out of isolation now, and I only found out at 4pm yesterday that they don't do that, <laughs> so I let myself out of my apartment today, Monday morning, um, and it's a one of those perfect... Uh, autumn days in Melbourne where the sun is really warm but it's cool enough to wear like tights and thermals and a, you know a light trench my favorite um, so I just went and did like a very slow walk around the park near my house um, and listened to your message which came through overnight um, I have so many follow-ups but the main one is and we can cut this out or not but I thought it was funny because you said you started watching The Favourite and you didn't love it. 
but you thought you would because you loved the favourite. And I'm trying to figure out what the thing was that you watched and didn't like. Was it The Great? Is it that one with Elle Fanning? Because doing a Google, I realised I have not watched The Great, but I realised that Nicholas Holt is in both The Great and The Favourite and that um, Tony McNamara, who co-wrote The Favourite, created The Great and also wrote fucking The Rage in Placid Lake, directed and wrote The Rage in Placid Lake, iconic Rose Byrne Benley vehicle, um, and The Secret Life of Us and Love My Way and Puberty Blues, like... I'm sorry, I did not, maybe you probably knew this. I didn't know that Australian screenwriting legend Tony McNamara, icon of the silver screen in Australia, um, co-wrote The Favourite. Love to learn via a Google to figure out what's happening in France. Um, was Catherine the Great French? Is asking that just showing how little I know about history. I haven't mentioned it to you yet, but maybe you've seen on my social media that I've become obsessed with Jeopardy while you've been away. Um, Not only do I watch it every weekday, it's the first thing I do when I wake up to keep up to date on the latest episode and I play along with it. So I like do who is Catherine the Great or whatever. Um, But I also have found many YouTube and Daily Motion channels that have just like archives of old episodes of Jeopardy. And a recent one that I found is a fucking treasure trove of old episodes, but it's hit and miss because some of the episodes are like perfect rips from TV and some of them are a person filming their screen and blowing their nose really loudly in the background. Um, And people in the comments of the YouTube videos will be like, damn, I could have done without the nose blowing. And the guy who uploaded them will be like, sorry, I have allergy. Um, anyway, so my life's pretty glamorous too. Uh, uh, au revoir. Bonjour, Biel. Can you hear that atmospheric accordion music in the background? I could not resist sending you a little message from here. I'm standing looking at the sea. I just came out of a film that was fantastique. Um, been seeing a lot of films we've covered this this is old ground but um i've only got two days left probably about i don't know i think i've got about six to eight films left on my list to see i have not seen too many celebs except at my red carpet extravaganza the the other night which was very fun but i got very excited at a screening of the silent twins last night because marjorie wallace was there and she was the reporter who um, first kind of covered June and Jenny's story and uh, wrote the book, The Silent Twins, that I was very obsessed with um, growing up as a teen, I guess. But yes, yeah, so that was exciting. Um, what else? Yes, The Favourite. Yes, I did mean The Great. I meant that I watched The Great (laughs) and then got confused. And I was thinking, oh, and yes, Tony McNamara, yes. That's that's the reason why I had linked the the, the two together. I actually didn't realise that he was behind the rage in Placid Lake, though. Interesting, very interesting. I bought Top Chef a tuxedo yesterday, so that's pretty exciting. haven't done any shopping for myself, but... 
I thought it best that um, should Top Chef ever get to walk the red carpet that he do so in style, you know. Um, I'm really in loving Khan. The sun, the sea, the rosé, all of that, all the cliches are true. I want to confirm that all the cliches of Khan are true. And it's delightful. And I've been loving every minute of it. Even the films where I'm like nodding off at a you know, just at midnight, and um, most have been really, really great, which has been sort of quite an exciting thing to be back amongst other people watching films. It's just, yeah, what a true delight. So lucky. I feel kind of grateful for every second of it after the last couple of years. But yeah, I'm having a divine time. Um, there have been some great dogs in town. I've been checking them all out. They all look very cute over here, very well uh taken care of I watched a chow being groomed yesterday highlight of my day a beautiful moment I think that's about it BL I don't have too much else I'm gonna make the prerequisite stop at a, a pharmacy you know to peruse the goods although I'm not really one for like extreme oils on my face or extreme uh, chemicals that go beyond any kind of health codes you know not truly my deal but um i have a look i know that i must i know that i must and um yeah i'm just watching two poodles meet on the crossing okay and i'm back um okay well i'm gonna go run off to my next film and um i will see you soon in a couple of days I can't believe that Chriselle has left town already very rude didn't get the chance to catch up with her um, but I'm pretty excited to talk to you about your Lydia experience which I think is happening right now okay bisou au revoir and au revoir to you <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening to this very silly little episode of See Also, um, bridging the gap between Kate's Eurotrip, my COVID positive week, um, until we can be together again soon, going deep on everything that we have been consuming lately. We'll be back really soon with a full episode. As always, our original theme music is by Harvey Sutherland and our beautiful artwork by Samuel Hodge. You can find us on Instagram at See Also Podcast. Uh, as Jinxie would say, bizu. And I am going to go and Google what that means. Mwah mwah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.